Now connected to You Got a Story podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, welcome, welcome back. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. Welcome back uh, t- uh, to the same episode of You Got a Story. Uh, had to take a quick commercial break. Let, you know, Jamar vent out what he really wanted to say off off <laughs> mic. <laughs> what he really couldn't say on this mother hot motherfucker. So uh, we had to let him get that out. Sheesh. But we're back. Uh, tail end of the episode. Um, you just want to get into these ep- get into these, some of these questions. I mean, there's what is a, this number two finally, right? <laughs> like thirty minutes in, bro. <laughs> How easy Ooh. it is, right? Thirty minutes talking about nothing. And you we got some talkers on this podcast, bro. Talkers, <laughs> from New Yorkers, talkers um, with coffee. Oh man. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. This you're gonna have to send me the link to this video because I want this forever. Like nice. this, like, like explain what this is with the, what we're looking so, at for the audience. Okay, yeah. So we decided to put some shit on the on the TV, which I mean, like I said, 80 inch, just so y'all know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got the vibe set up right. So we got the TV with the um, with the backlit LED light, 80 inch, right. And what I like to do. Is like normally I put on um, instrumentals with like a slight animation on because I like to listen to it while I work. But he was thinking like, okay, so like we're going to be talking so we can't really like have music on. So let's like watch some shit. And he was thinking like music videos. And I was like, yeah, that, that like that's a dope idea. But let me one up you real quick. <laughs> so there's this thing and it's called like 4K. It's called like 4K like binaural beats. And basically, it's this high-definition shit where they strap a GoPro on their chest and, like, the audio and the fucking video is super crisp, super clear, and they just walk through different shit. So, like, I have one on right now, and it's this fucking dude walking through New York for, like, an hour and a half, and he's just taking different turns, and it's, like, raining at some point, and, like, he's just, like, passing through but it's super HD, so like you literally feel like you're walking through wherever the fuck they're at. So we're playing the walking through New York one. They have ones where they like drive through places. So there's one where they drive from like Long Beach down to San Diego, and they take PCH, which is Highway One. So it's like it's just like a good ass view the entire drive. Wow. And like, yeah, they just do shit like that, and it's like it's just like. It's a cool background filler, like relaxing, you know. Yeah, chill, yeah, yeah. Like, you feel like you're there, low key, you know. It feels great for the pandemic. If I can't go anywhere, at least I can remember what it used to look like. The pandemic, we damn it. <laughs> right? pan- that's, that might be the title of this episode. It's the pandemic, damn, even though we didn't talk about it. Uh, we talked about it. Well, we did, I guess. A little bit. A little bit more of you know what the pandemic is doing to our lives. Yeah. All right. So what's this next question? All right. So oh, we got yeah. twenty-five questions. Don't tell me we're our number two. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we haven't even hit one. Shit. <laughs> right, so, whatever ones, I mean, you, I mean, uh, Steve, you're here next to me, man. If you see one that points that that uh, that sticks out to you, definitely. Jamar can't even look at his anymore because he's using his his phone as a mic. Oh, yeah, um, but the numbers are there, and I'll just ask Jamar, and then we can, you know, ask. Him. Hit me with a question. I'll Might as well. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> These are some interesting ones that yeah. I've been. These, so basically, I've, I, for the audience, I've been writing questions for like a couple months, and this is what I do. I, I, I watch stuff and and I form questions. That's why when I first started the podcast, when I would say it as a podcast about the podcast, um, that's what I meant. Like all of my questions, all of all of what I listen to as podcast. So that's where my essence lives, and that's where my questions come from. Oh, these are good ass questions. I'm not gonna lie. Appreciate you. <clears throat> 
I'm gonna use. Uh, I'm gonna reuse these. Too. He was like, <laughs> "Yeah, this is all. All these are good." All right. Um, let's start with the first one, then Jamar um, and, and Steve's go, go ahead and give me an answer too, whenever you want. Um, do you know what people want from you that you can sell? Damn. Mm. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <I play> <laughs> <laughs> Meat. <laughs> <laughs> I got no comeback for that. That caught me off guard. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, no. Personally, I'm I'm never been much of a salesperson. Um, never much of a salesperson myself, so I'm not sure. You know, I've always worked in the medical field, um, and I worked in like the restaurant industry too, and retail, yada yada. But. You were a bartender. Let's not skip. That's why, like, I was a bartender as well. I mean, that, yeah. that's a good. That's a that's a big thing. You feel me? Them dumbass tests they make you take to pour drinks. Not oh even that, Jamar. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now because you don't know. Oh, let me know what people want from you. And I think you know this, but you don't think of it off jump because you're thinking that you can sell. What people want from Jamar? Jamar's a listener. Jamar is a listener. He will listen to you to the end of the fucking day talking about whatever the fuck and he will empathize with you to the day end. Like people want that from Jamar because they know he gives it and he could sell that. He could bottle that shit up and sell it tomorrow. <laughs> some things some, bro, like there's there's like a like a couple things about Jamar that like he doesn't realize. Bro, that that empathizing, listening Facts, bro. You could fucking sell that shit to the end of the fucking day. What else? Do, what else do people want from you, bro? Your stories, your stories. <laughs> Everybody be coming up to you, laughing about your stories, and and like literally, he didn't even try to be funny. He just like he's like, let me tell you about my day, and it's fucking <laughs> funny. People, you you could fucking sell that. Like, you don't realize it because it's just like everyday shit for you. But that you could sell. You could sell that. Pe- people want your fucking. Your stories, the funniness, the fucking empathizing, the listening, like your mm. advice, big, big, bro. Like pe- people be coming to you for advice. Motherfuckers come to Jamar like as if he has a sign on his back that says, "Hey, come talk to me about your fucking problems." <laughs> and it, and it, and then he comes to me like, "What the fuck?" Everybody asking me about shit. Like I'm like, bro, because like apparently you just give off a vibe that says like, "Hey." Tell me about your shit. I'm gonna fucking help you. Like he's just a fucking helping ass motherfucker, bro. <laughs> like apparently, <laughs> apparently, I mean honestly, I I love helping people. You know, like I like listening to people's problems and listening to people. You know, talk about what they're going through, and I try to give them as much advice as I can. You know, from my experiences because I think a lot of people like don't have people who will listen to them. You know. I think a lot of us like want to rant and want to talk about like what's going on in our lives, but we don't feel comfortable talking to anyone about it. You know what I mean? And we don't feel like anyone is really going to listen or we feel like it's not worth talking about. But for me, I feel like anything you're going through is worth talking about. You know, even like even if something seems trivial to you, even if something feels like, you know, uh, oh, you, you might think, oh, this is no big deal. Like people are going through worse. That doesn't matter in my head because what could be little to me could be big to you. And what could be big to me could be little to you. You know what I mean? That's why I'm always like Donald to listen to everyone's shit and give them like my like, you know, hopefully unbiased opinion 
or my like advice on whatever they're going through. Cause yeah, everyone needs that listening ear. You know what I mean? Everyone needs a listening ear. And I feel like a lot of people, if a lot of people had that listening ear, just that one person to listen to what they're going through and acknowledge that like they're going through some shit, then they wouldn't be so depressed or feel so alone yeah. or feel so helpless. You know what I mean? Like I don't want any of my friends or anyone that I know to ever feel like that. So I'm always down to listen to anybody. Even though sometimes I'm kind of like, damn, like, even though sometimes I'm kind of like in my head wondering like, damn, like, do I have a sign on my head that says fucking dump all your problems on me? I would rather have someone dump all their issues on me than have them bumble, uh, bottle all in. I'm sorry, I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> then have them bottle it all in and then it, you know, explode one day. You know what I mean? Like, That's me. Hey, oh. hi. How you doing? I'm OT. Shit. Yeah, like, so I, I always, like, emphasize... Oh, we know. To, no. <laughs> right? Right. But I always emphasize to all my friends, like, I, if you need to fucking listen in the ear, and I'm not sleeping or at work, I'm here. So my See, question... Go ahead. Uh, but then you got, like, dramatic people like me who are like, I know all of my friends are down to listen to me, but I'm still gonna be dramatic. <laughs> and then I'm off and then next thing you know, I move to like another country and I fucking block everybody because I'm like, Yeah, I know, I know. I know I like I know I had people to listen. Oh, you're I'm talking a, about me right now. I'ma still do it. I'm talking about me. <laughs> I'm talking about me. When do you go out of the country? I mean I might. <laughs> I mean Japan's looking nice. Jeez. <laughs> I'll drink to that uh, one though. Word, I'll drink to that too. Cheers to that. Cheers, cheers. to that. Cheers, cheers. Fucking Thanks. podcast. Nah, but for cheers. real, like you know, before everyone needs like that listening ear. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, the only the only part where I get tired is like when I'm telling someone the same advice. You know what I mean? Uh, like yeah. 10, 20, 60, 70 times, and they're still like you know <laughs> wallowing and whatever and not taking my advice. I'm like, okay, at this point, what are we talking about? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But. I'm always telling you to listen to you. You know what I mean? Like, it, it makes me feel good to help people. So, so I guess my question then is, who do you go to? Because you still like the strong friend that people come to with their problems. So then, who's a, who does a strong friend go to? Who do I go to? It's a big question. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> who does who does the listener go to when everyone goes to him? You know, right? Because a the therapist even need therapists. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. difficult because sometimes I feel like... Oh, I got that from Hannibal, the show, you're saying? <laughs> That's difficult because sometimes I feel like, you know, even though I listen to everyone's problems, that, like, when I talk about my problems, people kind of looking at me like, what? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people kind of looking at me like, that's not a problem. Like, and Ian, I just said, you know, like, no one's shit is trivial, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no yeah. one's shit is small. Right. But I, I, I do feel that same way, too. So that's kind of difficult, you know what I mean? I mean, I, do, I feel like I do have certain friends that I feel like I can go to if I really, really need to talk about some shit, you know? I mean, most of the time when it happens, I'm, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> so I'm feeling a little more vulnerable, you know what I mean? I'm feeling a little more open to talk about some shit. <laughs> shit, quarantine, quarantine brought out a Jamar I didn't know. Oh, he's crying? And I'm glad, huh? I- not crying. If you if you see if you see me crying, then 
that's like major red flag. Be I don't alarmed. know if it's because I'm getting older, but yo, tears are dropping faster the older I get. Bro. You know, I'll, I always feel like I'm gonna cry, but like they never drop. Now, if you now like Stephen knows if he ever comes out of here in the living room one day and just sees me like literally crying, like tears are going to my eyes. Move out. He's leaving. He's left. He's gone. He's no, not. I gotta back. fucking get to saying like what the fuck is that because that's that's heavy <laughs> sign like oh shit bro like what's wrong this motherfucker has a like i swear like what last time you cried was what eight nine you last, old? yeah oh shit that's me years ago you meant actual nine years, years old? old bro like i i'm over here like <laughs> what like like we've lived together for what all of one year actually right mm-hmm. and i probably cried to him like a total of at least like seven times least right like and that's just me getting like emotional i'm all like like i'm like an emotional person like i get emotional one time i cried this motherfucker because we were talking about fucking like racism or Why like some shit. shit like we're not recording my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no we we fucking talked about like it was like some like shit was happening, and I was like, "That's so fucked up that the, that yeah, that, like that you we, have to we're deal talking with about this." Bl- we're talking about like police oh, you brutality. Cried for him. I cried for him. Yeah, like we're talking about like <laughs> yeah, police brutality and like racism and shit. And like randomly, Steven started crying, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa! Like, why are you crying?" He fucking looks over. I'm like sitting on the on the other couch, and I'm just like, "Fuck, bro, that's so fuck." The fact that y'all gotta live with this shit like pisses me off to an extent where I I I dead ass was so emotional i was crying and i'm like fuck don't fucking show jamar you're fucking crying bro like you're you're <laughs> at, at this point you cried to him like four or five times and he fucking looks over and then it, and he just goes are you crying and i was like yeah bro like that's not cool bro like that's just not okay like you gotta live with that like that that's that pisses me that angers me to a point where I'm literally crying because I'm so fucking emo- like I'm so angered that you have to fucking live your day to day like this that I'm pissed like you have to do this and I don't what the fuck is the difference I was that fucking pissed off I'm just fucking crying sitting on the fucking couch <laughs> and I'm like I'm, I'm like damn bro, this motherfucker see me cry about every goddamn thing and I'm not even like super like. Like, I'm not like a, like, you see girls be like, oh my god, I got a fucking C on my test. Fucking cry their eyes out. Oh my god, (laughs) I'm fucking stressed because I have a test, but I'm not prepared and I'm so stressed and I fucking cry. Nah, I'm not like that, but it's just like, it just like took so much out of me. I was just like so fed up. And I'm like, damn, here I am crying again in front of this motherfucker, bro. Like, Honestly, I think it's a good thing that you cry. I think it's a good thing that, that you can, like, let out your emotions like that. I think it's a bad thing when people, like, are so suppressed. Like, they never cry. They, like, holding all their emotions. Like, mm. I think it's, like, a problem that I haven't cried since I was, like, 12. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a problem. I'll yeah, like, I, I, I literally can tell you the last time I cried. It was when I was 12 at my brother's funeral. Yeah. And mm. that was the last time I cried. Condolences, sorry to hear that. Yeah. R.I.P. Crayon. Yeah. Like that was the last time I actually fucking cried, and like that's in my head that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like. I wish I could just kind of like just like let it out. You know what I mean? But uh, I grew up in a household in an environment where like if you cried, it was like now I'm getting now I'm gonna get hit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that, like not like like dead ass, yeah, like no, I heard. Yeah. dead I ass. Like even if I had like a real legit reason to cry, like 
if I did it now, like I'm getting cussed out, I'm getting hit. So now I'm kind of like conditioned to like hold it back if I feel like I'm gonna cry. That's interesting. So like, crazy? E- e- like crazy. even even no, time I mean... there's even been times where I'm like I feel like I'm gonna cry. I'm like all right, let me just like let it out. Let me just like you know let it, I'll feel better if I cry. But it just won't happen. Like the tears won't fall. Like I'll feel it on the edge, but like they it just, they just like won't fall. You won't, you, know? you won't jump the ledge. You think there's rocks at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, I used to be similarly, I've, but I've cried more now in my, the later years of my twenties and the first 25 years of my life. So I get what you're saying hundred mm-hmm. percent, but, um, yeah, we used to party there on that. Like, so for the listeners, Steven switched it to LA and now we're following some driver and a GoPro oh! and I switched it to an LA drive through. Right. And so basically they're just like driving through LA and they just drove by Adams and Figueroa, which is fucking where the Popeyes is on the corner. And our fucking homie Kofi, shout outs. Kofi used to live like down the street from it. So we partied. So when I looked right up, here. no, yeah, we fucking part. Bro. We're okay. not going to talk about it here right now. We don't got that much minutes. Yeah. Wrong questions, yeah. damn it. We can talk about our okay. life in LA yeah, yeah, yeah. in another episode. Right, yeah. <laughs> RIP to a chapter. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Moving that's on. It. Moving that's on. It. Moving on. What's next? Uh, we just. <laughs> We dev, we dev just skipped through Jabbar's crying. Oh, yeah. He's trying to, he's trying to, yeah. he's trying to push us to cry, guys. And I feel what he's saying because it is. No, true. yeah, like you should cry. Like we should ass. definitely like, cry. Like, like yeah, dead cry. ass. Like remove the stigma. Like yeah. you should cry. Definitely like cry. it helps. Yeah. Like it helps. I, like like I said, like whenever I feel like the urge to cry, I want to let it out. Like I do, but I feel like again, I feel like there's some, like, some kind of mental block where I just like can't. But. I encourage people to cry. Like, I'm like, bro, if you feel like if you feeling sad, if you feel like you want to cry, do that. It's like a, it's like an energy release. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Do that. Like, I don't judge anyone at all for crying. Like, you know, like like Stephen said, this guy cries in front of me like every other day. I feel like. But... Okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bro. Maybe but... once a month. Damn, bro. Chill. At, at the very, at the very, at the very least, at the very least, once a month. But you know that's totally that's totally fine. Like I'm I'm literally glad that he can let his emotions out like that because it's scary. Like people who can't let out their emotions, like that's a scary thing. You know, like right. I, I let them out emotions in different ways, but people who like just can't let the emotions at all, like that's scary. Like that's cause me, damn it, stop that's describing like, me. Because then it means like when you eventually do let it out, <laughs> triggered. When, when you eventually do let it out, it's gonna be let out in such a way that no one can deal with it. No one's gonna be able to deal it's with it. You know? It's gonna be a big yeah. explosion. It's gonna yeah. be a big like situation. No one yeah. can stop it. It's just, it's literally the juggernaut, and it's like those are the people. Literally. Those are the people who I feel like commit suicide, and who like you know do Fast stuff forward. like that because they've been holding it in so long. They've been holding this so long. They've had no outlet. They've had no one to talk to. Mm-hmm. And now they feel like there's no... They want to escape that pain so bad that, like, that's the only option kind of shit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. more of the story, I encourage everyone to cry. I encourage everyone to talk out their emotions. <clears throat> uh, if you have a friend that's willing to listen, talk to them. Like, don't ever feel like you're bothering a friend. If you feel like you're bothering your friend, that's not really your friend, you know what I mean? Like yeah, we we we're all busy. We all have our lives. We all work. We're all grown. It's a pandemic, but if someone's really your friend, 
you should never really feel like you're bothering them. Like, I don't want my, I don't want any of my friends to ever feel like they're bothering me because they're not. <laughs> ever. Like, if any of my friends ever hit me up, like, just want to vent about some shit, you know what I mean? Like, it's fine. Like, you're never bothering me. And question. Uh, not, the last nine minutes we could do some questions. Uh, I saw C's. You were looking at some of these. Did you anything? Anything popped up? Because I'm telling you, we're like we only. Got, that was one question. <laughs> took us twenty minutes. Wow. So yeah. Plus our intro. God. Damn. That's what I'm saying. Okay, man. you said it's gonna be two episodes. I think it should be three. <laughs> <laughs> you just like talking. That's what and I think, I think. I think the point, viewers agree it should be three. They might be. They might even think it's gonna be four. Actually, <laughs> they they. They might want to re-up. They might want fucking regular shit. I mean, I hey, I am no, looking no, for no. co-hosts. So. The doors are always open, so. I mean, the hey, doors open, the bars open. Yeah. Oh. What the fuck was that? Opp- opposition. Oh, shit, I'm tips. <laughs> <laughs> What's this next question? <laughs> right, right. Okay. <clears throat> How about this one? 15? Yeah, I think 15 is cool. Okay, okay. Um, what did you leave behind in 2020? What did I leave behind in 2020? Um, um, Steven, you <laughs> Okay, one thing that I think I left behind, like real talk, is like self self sabotaging, like like self 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 doubt. I think, I think, um, 2020 being, you know, to yourself majority of the fucking year i think it kind of taught me like self-sabotage is what i'm calling it but um what is it like like putting yourself down insecurity like yeah um, yeah i feel like that consciousness self-esteem so yeah yeah all of that i feel like you know it's not good you think about it right the fuck now you know it's not good you know it benefits you in zero ways. So why the fuck do you do it? Okay, so my whole thing is like, I was alone to myself for a fucking long time, right? And when those thoughts came into my head where it's like, are you really doing everything that that, that like you can? Are you Are you really like taking advantage of your life? Are you really like good? Are you really prospering? Are you really on that track of living your best fucking life? Nah, nah, bro. Like, stop fucking thinking that. Stop fucking worrying about, like, stop fucking worrying about that shit and just fucking, like, live and, like, do what you want to fucking do. I feel like all this self-sabotaging thing, like, all this, like, self-sabotaging, like, thoughts of, like, I could have done this better. Uh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I could have done this. I could have done that. Nah, fuck that. What happened already happened, bro. Like what happened is it's, it's fucking done. The more you focus on your past and like, ah, damn, I can't believe I did that. What is that? That's wasted time. Mm -hmm. Wasted fucking time. I could sit here and, and fucking list off every mistake that I think that I've made to this day. And what would that what would that do for me? It would waste my time and what? It would make me feel like shit. Would it do anything else? No. Would it do anything positive? No, no. So I think the biggest thing that I'm leaving behind in 2020 is self-sabotaging, bro. Like like fucking myself over, just getting in my head, thinking about like 
dumb shit that I have no control over. Like, you know, like, I'm going to go off. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to try to fucking do the best that I can every fucking day. But I'm not going to fucking sit here and say, damn, I should have done this. I should have done that. Oh, why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing that? What the fuck is wrong? Because what is that? It's a waste of time. You know, waste of fucking time. Going off that, I think that's a good point. I think it's a. I think it's also good to mention, like you know, there's a big difference between like self reflection and like self doubt. You know what I mean? Yep. Because sometimes you can look back on certain things, like oh, why did I do this? Why did I do that? I should have done this, should have done that. And it's reflective. It's like, okay, what could I have done differently to make that situation better? What can I do in the future differently to make... Um, That's the difference. To put myself in a better position, right? Mm-hmm. That's constructive. I think there's a difference between... like, like that, that, That's constructive. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you're just sitting here putting yourself down, like, oh my God, that was so fucking stupid. Why the fuck did I do that? Like, you're a fucking idiot. Da, 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 da. That's just... That's that's not constructive, but when you're reflecting on things like, okay, this is what I did. That was a mistake. How can I make sure I don't do that again? Yup. You know that's yep. thing. and that's and you know like I said, going off what you said, that's something I feel like I also left behind in 2020. Like that worry. You know what I mean? I left behind mm-hmm. worry. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm no longer worrying too much about like the future. And worrying about like you know how I'm gonna do this, how I'm gonna do that. I've learned over the years that things fall into place, you know. Like, as long as you're doing the work, and as long as you're, uh, as long as you're confident in yourself, things fall into place. You can't if you you sitting here worrying and stressing about things does not help anything. Say you have a job interview. What is stressing about it gonna help? You know, just just make sure you're prepared. Make sure you're prepared. Go over your, your interview questions. Go in there with confidence, and boom. What's the point about stressing over? Oh, what if I don't get the job? What if they, What if I don't answer this question right? What then? What am I gonna do next? What's the point of that? You're just gonna yeah. stress yourself out. You're just gonna like worry yourself, and now you're probably gonna fuck up because you've already put it in your head that you might fuck up. You need to go in there with confidence. You know? Yeah. Like, again, there's a difference between reflection. You can reflect on past interviews and say, okay, I fucked up in that interview because I answered this question that way. So, okay, how can I answer the next question this way? You know, yeah. that that's reflection. That's mm-hmm. reflection. That's constructive. But when you just sit there worrying, saying, oh, fuck, like, I fucked up on my last interview, so what if I fuck up on this one, too? Now you're just putting yourself in a place. Yeah. Where you're setting yourself up for failure. You know what I mean? Like, you've already put that doubt in your head. You've already kind of, like, started to convince yourself that you're not good enough and that you're not going to succeed. So that's something that I've tried to leave behind in 2020. Yeah. You know, I've tried to leave behind that thought that, like, I'm not good enough or I'm not going to succeed. Because when I really think back, every goal that I've set for myself in the past, I've accomplished. You know? Mm-hmm. There might have been setbacks, there might have been you know hiccups, but at the end of the day, every goal that I've had for myself, I've accomplished. So and every and even if some of those goals aren't accomplished yet, I know that I will accomplish them. You know, 
So one thing that I left behind in 2020 definitely is like that worry, that self-doubt, that that self-pity. You know what I mean? Like, you could throw yourself a pity party all day, but what's the point? What is the point? Well said. <clears throat> definitely well said. Um, I guess the devil's advocate for me was when I was hearing this, my, my, my response is... My responsible, my response thought was like, you know, what if, you know, worrying gives that person that edge to like, to like drive, like, oh, maybe like amping them up and anxiety driven gives them their like, I don't know, the buzz that they need to be above and beyond. But Mm. I mean, I can see that, you know, everyone's different. Like, it's like some people work better under pressure. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Some people work better. Some people work better under pressure. But what I'm saying is like. Knowing you're under pressure, like knowing, like, oh wow, is that Second Street? What is that? That's Fifth, I mean, fifth, no, this fifth, is, fifth yeah, Street. It's near there, right? We're we're approaching. Yeah, I think it's Fifth and Flower, right? I can't background. tell. I can't yeah, tell. I see Rite Aid, and then I see um, <laughs> it's just a Julie District. It's Los Angeles Julie District. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. that's Flower, Fifth and Flower. That's, Could be Flower. I, I, I've definitely been on the street. Anyways, so anyways, weird. so <laughs> what I'm yeah. saying is, like, you know. There is, like I said, that like some people are burning under pressure, right? Right. So there's a difference between you thinking to yourself, okay, fuck, like I have a deadline, I gotta make sure I meet it, I get, I gotta get, I gotta get this done by this certain time. Like I need to light a fire, I need to light a fire under myself. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Then you thinking like, oh fuck, like. I still haven't gotten this shit done. Like, it's due at midnight. How am I going to finish this? Like, why the fuck haven't I got... Why the fuck didn't I fucking do this earlier? Like, that's non-constructive. That is non-constructive. Because now you're wasting your own time by sitting here berating yourself. Saying, oh, why the fuck did I wait so long? Oh, my God. Like, I need to get this finished soon. That's not constructive. You know? Okay. Like, if you work better under pressure, that's cool. Because then it's constructive. Then you're like, okay... I only have this amount of time, so that means I gotta get it done. That means I gotta go. I gotta get it done. You know, that's constructive. That's okay, like you know, I gotta get this done. But it's a waste of time for you to sit there berating yourself and being like, fuck, like I only have four more hours. Like, why the fuck didn't I do this earlier? Da, 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 da. Like, that's what I'm saying. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I'm saying I left that behind. Cause I, I'm one of those people too that works better under pressure. I do. You know, like I procrastinate. Like, if you give me an assignment, <laughs> if you give me, if, if you say, hey, Jamar, you got to write a 10-page paper and you have two weeks to do it, more than likely, I'm going to wait till that last day. <laughs> like, I nine done that, times bro. out of I, 10. I fucking done that. Nine times out of 10, I might, like, think about what I want to write about during that two weeks, but yeah. I'm probably not going to actually start writing until, like, two or one day before. Mm. Probably one day. Probably half a day. <laughs> like, that's just me. Because I do work better under pressure. But, like I said, in my head, I'm going to be thinking like, okay, tomorrow, you only got one day, you got one, only got one day left to do this. You got to crank this out. You got to make sure it's good. You got to make sure you do this great. I get you. I'm not thinking like, oh, fuck, Jamar, what the fuck? Why didn't why you? Fuck, oh, see, Why the fuck didn't you start this two weeks ago? What the fuck's okay, wrong with no, you? Okay, I get the difference. I do. Because what you're describing just now is what I did in college. Like, what I do with my mistakes. And, like, I'm fixing them. I'm like, why the fuck didn't I just do this? Thing? Yeah, like, yeah, that's not productive. Saying. Like, don't think that way. Just think, okay, you know what? Well, it's got to get done now. 
Now it's got to get done. What, how do I get it done now? How can I get it done? How can I get it done? Now? Ask yourself the who, what, why, and where, and all of Don't that. Don't ask right yourself why the fuck didn't I? No, no, no. Yeah, ain't yourself, no why, how no. am I going to get this you're done right, now? You're right. Hmm. Cut out why. Cut out what happened. This causes only thing you should care about in the situation is none of the W's because they're not gonna help you win. You should only focus on the H, the how. Exactly. How you yeah. get this done? All right, I get that. No, I respect that. Um, I guess for me. When I'm leaving behind in 2020 is, um, I guess, expectations. I think mm. I'm going to leave behind the expectation of what I believe others want me to be. And that's across the board, even from family to jobs, ethnicity. Like what, how do Because I'm always conscien- conscientious about being the angry black guy. I've realized I'm going through therapy. Hot Surprise. I go to therapy now, guys. Happy 2021. Boom, boom. boom Good. Boom. Good. More uh, people should. <laughs> that has to Everyone should actually. Everyone fucking should actually, because we all have something that we that we need to talk about. No matter if you, if you think you don't. Yeah. Right. Big facts. Um, in fact, that's what I was like when you when I asked you who's the who's the strong friend go to. I, I thought you're you're gonna hit me with the, the, the therapy joke. Uh, but uh, but it's all, anyway. Um. So by going to therapy, I've realized that I my expectations of what I what I think other people's how I should be because of how I think other people are viewing me and because I don't want to be mislabeled as something that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And and then I had to realize that I actually am, though. I am the angry black guy. Like, I am that dude. And why I was so obsessed about finding out what the traits of an angry black guy looks like so that I wouldn't copy it, I was doing myself a disservice because it's not accurate. I am an angry black guy. And I shouldn't try to hide it or it should be a, I shouldn't be a... I shouldn't be afraid of how other people is perceiving it because my anger isn't destruction. My anger is righteousness. Is my anger is not not righteousness, but it's valid, and my your, anger is your, there. Your anger is warranted. Warranted. See, here's that's the, thing. the word. Yeah. Here, here's the thing: in the workplace, in the workplace, black men and black women, we all have to kind of like we all have this subconscious need, the sub the subconscious need to check ourselves. Right. Because here's the thing. If white people or people of other races stand up for themselves in the workplace or they get a little spicy with their fucking boss, it's seen as like um, a power move. It's seen as like them just standing up for themselves, them standing their ground. If we do it, if black men and black women do it, we're seen as aggressive always. Mm -hmm. We're seen as the, the aggressor. We're seen as the attacker. You know what I mean? That's how it always is for us. But we need to like get rid of that. Like we need to like stop thinking that way, because if we think that way ourselves, is then that stigma is never gonna go away. We need to recognize that we have a right to be angry. If our boss got us fucked up, they got us fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. peri- like, like seriously, like period. Like, because if your boss comes at your white coworker crazy and they say, "Hey, don't talk to me like that," then that's them standing up for themselves. That's them standing their ground. But if we say, hey, don't, don't talk to us like that, now it's like, oh, whoa, what, what, are you threatening me? Like, or what? Like, like, what, what, <laughs> what, like what are you going to do? Are you going to beat us up? Are you going to beat us up? Like, you know what I mean? Because as black people, we are just naturally seen as aggressive, especially as darker skinned black people. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what makes me want to, like, and, and being of that same guild, that makes me want to lean into it because, I'll be, lean into it. Lean into the, mm-hmm. oh, you think we're this way. I took a drama class in college. Let me show you how I can act like that. Exactly. We restrain ourselves. We, <laughs> yeah, we, bro. Let me show you. We, 
we as black people restrain ourselves so much in everyday life. We restrain ourselves in the workplace. We restrain ourselves around our friends. We restrain yep. ourselves, you know, around everyone because we don't want to be seen as aggressive. Mm-hmm. Because our, our our mere presence is seen as aggressive. Yeah, it's scary. When people- we walk around, people are scared. You know what I mean? Like bitches clutch their purses and clutch their pearls, you know what <laughs> oh I mean? Like literally, though, like that—that—that's the reality. So subconsciously, like we 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 um, restrain ourselves, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Like if someone, if we get into a disagreement with someone, if we get into an argument with someone who's not black, we automatically feel like we need to like restrain ourselves, and we feel like we need to tamper our voices yeah. and make sure that we're being as non-threatening as possible. Sure, look at my hands. You see them? Exactly. You see my hands. They're visible. They're at my side. Oh. I'm not about to attack you. I'm not like, you know, stepping to you. I'm not doing that. We automatically have to restrain ourselves because if we don't do that, then we feel like what is going to be the consequences? You know what I mean? Yeah. If we come off as too aggressive to our uh, bosses or our employers, we can get fired. We can get um, written up and people will say that we're threatening them even though we're not. If we come up with so aggressive to stretch in the street, then the next thing you know, they're calling the cops and we're getting shot down and killed. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's just a lot goes in. It's a it's, lot goes it, into our thoughts. A lot goes into it. It's, 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 it's like a societal thing for us now. Like, and I don't like that. You know, like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, I'm pretty like, sure none of us like that. Yeah. None of us like that. You know, like <laughs> I, I, I've said this since high school. You know, how come every I, I've said this since high school? Not every like confrontation is aggressive you know what i mean not every like like sometimes a confrontation is simply a conversation right i mean just because i say hey just because i confront you about something like hey like you did such and such and such and it made me and you know it upset me doesn't mean i'm like it doesn't have to be aggressive doesn't mean like you know i'm coming at you like i'm trying to fight you (sighs) but because we're black because we're darker skin people perceive it that way like as soon as we come up to them as soon as, soon as we approach them they're they're on defense like thinking oh god like i'm about to be hurt i'm about to be attacked yeah and that's that's like a that's the struggle for us in the workplace that's right. why we that's why we have like terms like code switching you know what i mean right because we have talk to talk on it because Man, we because no. because we have to code switch we have to like you know make sure like even the way we talk we have to like you know make sure we're not using av you know what i mean like we have to make sure we're uh, you know, pandering to them exactly because we don't want them to feel uncomfortable. Exactly, we don't want them to feel like we're threatening them or we're being aggressive towards them because that could be the loss of our job. That yeah. could be loss, that could be that could be loss of our life actually. Uh-huh. If they decide to escalate and, and call the police, and that's bullshit. You know what I mean? That's why you got to know why, the system too. You got to know I, the law, especially yeah, that, too. That's why I feel for our black women, you know what I mean? Because they get, they especially, I feel like, get labeled as, like, the angry black woman all the time. Right, right, Even right. though, like, you know, like, when, like, a Latina girl is, like, yelling and cussing you out, it's sexy. But a black girl yells and cusses you out. <laughs> it's Right, right. Like, a, a Latina girl yells and cusses you out. Oh, my gosh, she's so spicy. It's sexy. But so spicy, when a black girl does it, it's like, oh, she's a loud, ghetto-ass bitch. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. Or a I white girl does it. Oh, she's she's strong. She's standing her ground. But a black girl does it, and now she's like, oh, now she's this loud ghetto ass fucking Sharkisha bitch. Right. You know? Sharkisha no, bitch. Is, is, is like, oh god. Like it's not is, fair. It is, yeah. No. Right, no. No. Right, what is right. the word for it? It's it's like. It's like that. But there's layers. To it, like there's 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 layers to the um, 
fuck. Um, the prejudice, essentially. There's layers to the prejudice of, like, how you think of certain, certain people, right? There's different layers, like, okay, yeah, so, like, like, a white person says it, it's, it's, you know, this, this is, like, nothing, like, crazy. It's actually, it's probably positive, right? But then you say, you take the same sentence, the same, like, thought process, give it to, like, a Hispanic, and, oh, yeah, like, she's, she's, like, you know, she's, like, you know, intense, she's, she's spicy, whatever the fuck, like, she's, 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 she's passionate, hot, oh, yeah, and then you take it down another layer, and then it becomes a fucking black person, and it's like, oh, no, she, she's fucking reckless, same thought mm-hmm. thought process <laughs> between every fucking group. Same yeah. thought process. Like the same Could exact the same sentence. fucking sentence. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Same yeah. exact sentence in the same exact tone can yeah. be like can so be can, can be contorted. That, that's what I'm saying. You know yeah. That phrase that like uh they say um it's not what you say, it's how you say it. But no, the thing, no, no. But, you know what the real but, phrase is? But but the thing is that only applies <coughs> yeah. to us. But you know what I'm saying? But that you know what the real phrase is? Us, you know what I mean? Like not even that. L- l- that's l- not l- what you say. It's who's who says it. That's what it's, I'm gonna get to. Exactly. You won't let me get to it. No, it's not even. It's not even how you say it. No, it's who says it. Exactly. Exactly. Who exactly. Like because we could say something in the exact same way, in the exact same tone, but if we say it versus a white person or Hispanic person or Asian person says it, like. You know, like I like you know, I think it's a stereotype that like Asian men are seen as more, um, you know, submissive and you know, timid or whatever. So the Asian guy is getting kind of buck with you. I feel like people don't take it as serious. But now I'm more we, offensive when the Asian guy calls at we, me. But if, but if we get buck like, with nigga, you, what's that mean? <laughs> I ain't like you bucking up on Asian. me. Like but, two times your size. But if we get buck, okay, exactly. Fucking, but if, but but now if we get buck with you back up on anybody. But if we get buck with you back, then it's like, oh my god, you know, like he's about to fucking fuck me up, you know, like call police, you know, like it's right. crazy, like it, it makes me mad because, like I said, like people, I've had people really try me at work, like I've had my coworkers, <laughs> Ditto. I've had my coworkers, customers, patients, like really try me at work, and I can't say anything back. I feel like because the moment I say anything back, no matter what tone I say it in. Yeah, it's gonna. There is no com- win. Be there is no win for those. I've noticed. You could say we're not gonna hey, win at that, bro. Like I don't want to fight. That's not. That's not what I meant. I'm sorry you feel that way, but like honestly, that's not what I meant. My bad. I don't want to fight. I'm sorry. And they'd be like, oh, I felt threatened. HR. Oh my god, Bruh. he literally confronted me that's about what very- I said. What I made him feel. He confronted Bruh. me about me starting this. Am and I- guess what? You're still the fucking bad guy. That's and, and that's why I'm fucking pissed off. At my old job, I literally got into it with like this white bitch at my job. I literally got into it. I'm sorry, not, not to call her that, but like right. You know, can we can we damn white? Come on, come on, lady that happens to be white. Let's say that. I, got into, I mean, she's a bitch. A bitch who happens to be white. I got into it with that. this that's white bitch. woman at my. <laughs> I got into it with this white woman at my job who was a bitch. You know. <laughs> I got to with her at, at at work, and literally she started with me. Like, she she came at me super crazy, and we ended up getting into an argument. And just because I came up to her and I was like, "Hey, I don't appreciate you talking to me this way." That's, that's exactly what I said. I was like, "I don't appreciate you talking to me this way." Next thing you know, it turns into like a whole like thing, and we're like getting into it, right? And 
when we met one of my managers, she was like, oh, he came up to me and he was like hovering above me and I felt threatened. Privilege. Exactly. Like, first of all, I'm going to be hovering above you because you're 5'1 and I'm 5'10. So that is a given. I'm going to be hovering above you. Second of all, like, I came at you real calm. You came at me crazy. You were yelling. And I came at you in a neutral voice. Hey, I don't appreciate the way you're talking to me right now. So how is it that you feel threatened? You know what I mean? If I say that I felt threatened by you, that's not going to be valid because you're a five one white woman and I'm a five ten black man. Right. You All you needed mean? was the so, white. So they're going to be like, how, how, how can you possibly feel threatened by someone, by, by this small white woman? How can you possibly feel threatened by her? You know what I mean? But in, the, but in reality, a white woman is the most dangerous person to a black man. Exactly. You know what I mean? In reality, someone say dangerous. Like I'll let's say look, let, let's look at Emmett Till, like people like that. You know what I mean? He got he got dragged out of his house and beaten and killed because a white woman lied and said that he whistled at him that 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 he yeah. whistled at her. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, a white woman could could, could sit here right now and say I did anything, and they believe her lie first. on their and ass. they yeah. could lie they could lie off their ass right now on me. And who the, who are they gonna believe? And that is very important. That's an important statement. It's very important that we, even though it won't necessarily save us, it is very important that we know the law at least to know what we need to fight and battle of a court. Right? Don't throw away no receipts. Don't throw away yeah, nothing, yo. Keep everything yeah, because seriously, because seriously, like that ass, like like that's real. Like, so, like that that coworker of mine, she could have said Jamar slapped me. Jamar slapped Jamar slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> And yeah. I could be like, no, and I didn't. Guess and, what? And I, and I could be like, no, I didn't. And guess what? It would probably end up with me losing my job. Yeah. Just for them like, having to ser- go do this bullshit. Like, seriously. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they feel like you're a problem now. So they have to yeah. Get rid of yeah, 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 yeah. Or she'd be like, oh, I felt threatened by him. Like, he was hovering above me. Like, I'm scared of him now. <laughs> and now, anytime I say anything to this woman, she's like, oh, I'm scared. I'm, I'm threatened now. And that could lead to me losing my and job. And that's shit that'd be if I say, If I say I'm scared of her, that's no not we taking seriously. No one's gonna take me seriously. Yeah. She's a small white yeah. woman. Like how? How they're gonna be like? What do you mean you're scared of her? What are you scared of? How can you be scared of her? And, and, and we need to start answering that with real honesty and that say. That upsets me. We, but it, it, it upsets. It's upsetting. But we have to start being honest. And when they ask us shit like that, like we not like we're dumb. We gotta start replying like. like yeah. We know we gotta start replying with like, oh no, her skin. No, no. Why, why are you afraid? Her skin. Excuse exactly. me. Excuse me. Uh, no, she, no, you asked that question. It. That's it. Her she skin. is much. She is much more of a threat to me than I am to her. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. One thousand percent. I mean, we get one hundred. One hundred percent. No, we can. No um, that uh, gavel. Click. Click. Uh, that's it's in like this episode. For order this in my fucking court, and that is it. Um, white people are the biggest threat to anybody in this fucking entire country. So. Uh, order in my courtroom. Facts. <laughs> That's what I'm like. We saying right now. like you know no hate. You know what I mean. Like we love uh, our allies, but it's always love. But here's the thing: but let's, if but you are let's, white let's, and let's you're woke, if you're white and you're woke, you know I ain't talking about you. Exactly. You know we're not talking about you. You know we're talking about your same fucking. Like we all know, <laughs> like we all know that like me and OT will not have been able to go storm the Capitol and walk out alive. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, we if I would have wore my fucking, fucking red ass, uh, fucking make America great again hat, if I had a fucking American flag on my fucking back, and I stormed the Capitol, do I, do I feel confident that I'd be alive? Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. 
<laughs> but if me, but if y'all but, came with me, if me no teased on the cabros, those cops would have, those cops would have been Hawkeye. They would have said, oh, been, oh, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit, oh no. And that's yeah, that's the game. And that is that, and that is the 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 moral of the story is definitely that it's you know set up your situations, especially in corporate, as if you're about to go to court tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You got to. Keep your receipts. Yeah. Make sure you remember to write down yeah. the moments that you don't have that that they don't give you receipts. Just write down that day and how it made you feel. Um, yeah. And start documenting because um, yeah. they're not so changing like, with so our like, attitudes. So and, like yeah. circling back, like don't be afraid to be the angry black man. Don't be afraid to be the angry black woman. No, be that. Don't be that. Please be that. <laughs> but also make please sure you ha- make sure I mean, you will be unemployed. But make sure you have your receipts. Make sure you have proof. Make sure you have proof that like. So, so they can't turn around and fuck you over. It's unfortunate that we have to do that. But, like, don't be afraid to be that angry black person, like, because we have a right to our anger. Just like white people have a right to theirs. And just like every other race has, has a right to their anger. If our boss got us fucked up, they got us fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we have a right to stand up for ourselves. We shouldn't be bullied in the workplace just because we're black. And at that note, 2021, here we are, baby! One. I uh hello I probably peaked it. Hello, hello, hello. Uh thanks again, man. Um Steve's Jamar, man, for an, a great conversation. It had to be clipped in so many parts. Um, but it's gonna be beautiful regardless. <laughs> um you guys wanna tell your handles or something? Um last remarks real quick while we while we close out. Um shit. Instagram at I'm too steezy. I M T O O S T E E Z Y. We discussed. I'm a personal trainer, so you know. I've been working on this booty program recently because I know the fucking ladies. All the ladies want is a fucking slim waist and a fat ass. So just saying, <laughs> y'all want that shit. Peep my profile. At me. What's up? <laughs> Boop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tomorrow. <laughs> And I'm Jamar. If you want to follow me, um, I post nothing on Insta. But, you know, I think I'm funny on Twitter sometimes. <laughs> so you can follow me. Jamar don't give a fuck. Jamar DGAF. Boop. Boop. That's me. That's him. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, listening to another episode of You Got a Story. Um, this might be the Best episode. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we see where he wants to be placed. Uh, this is definitely appreciated. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys coming and, and listen, talking with, with, the, with the audience, man. And listen, anybody out there, listeners and storytellers, if you want to come out here, if you got questions, you want to be interviewed, come holla at me. Um, the email is otknowsbest at yahoo.com. Again, otknowsbest at yahoo.com. Um, that'll be in the bio too. But all right, guys, uh, this is what day is this? The twentieth? Nah, this is the yeah twentieth. Twentieth. This is the twentieth of January. Inauguration day. Inauguration day. Um, shout Biden. out Kamala. Um, uh, Biden, I'm still watching you, dog. I'm, see I'm just saying, dog. I'm just saying, man. I gotta watch, man. Where is my stimmy? Where is Where my stimmy? stimmy, bro? Where the two K? Where you feel me? I, I don't hear no. I don't hear no sixteen hundred bullshit, nigga. I want the full two K. My God. <laughs> Alright, it's much love. Y'all be good. Deuces. Now disconnected from You Got a Story podcast.